I'm Deanne Penn with UN News. A Gambian woman who was tricked into being trafficked to Kuwait in 2015 has shared her story of abuse and subsequent activism in the hope others will be spared the hell she went through. Fatou Zhang studied pharmacy at university and was working at the biggest hospital in the Gambia. However, the salary was low, so a friend's cousin offered to help her find a job in Kuwait. When Fatou arrived at the airport, her documents were seized and she was immediately sold into domestic slavery. She ended up working for more than 15 different families, toiling for long hours with little rest. She said life was hell because she was beaten, mistreated, and never paid. Bessie Dew spoke to the young activist ahead of Saturday's World Day Against Trafficking in Persons to learn more about her traumatic experience and how it spurred her advocacy. My name is Fatou, and I became an activist after I was trafficked by a cousin's friend. In the Gambia here, like we trust families and we trust yes. friends of families. She get me a job. I didn't know everything, but she makes me believe that when I go there, she can help me to have a very good and a decent job, mm-hmm. you know. But it was not true. It was like trafficking. It's a long journey, a journey where, you know, they collected different African young girls, taking them to this Arabic country, taking them to Kuwait. When we reached there, our papers were taken. And then once they took your documents, what happened? When they take our documents, they put us in a room in that airport where many people were there, many people, many young girls. All of us were girls. We were there for long hours, no food, no water, no drink. In one or two hours, someone would come in, started shouting on us. They were not happy and what they were saying was so aggressive. But we didn't understand the language in the first place. How did you feel when you were put in that room? I feel so bad. I feel so like this was so inhuman. I was like, no, this is not possible. This is the end of me because I I, I don't have money. Mm-hmm. I can't tell them that I am going back because I cannot speak their language. Mm. And they are not ready to listen to us. They we are so harsh and they don't want to listen to anyone. So how long were you kept in that room? Long hours, you know, because I was so stressed and traumatized and I cannot capture it. But it was more than 10 to 12 years. Hours. At the end of the time, I was seeing like agents coming, picking up people, calling their name, taking them. I was just there. No one came to call me. Mm. I was there with two other Gambian girls. At the end of the time, we were called and take us to an office, mm. an office where they sell human beings, my sister, an office where I see many people like a mall. Many people were sitting and the Arab guy will come and ask, this one is how much? Imagine human beings mm. to go and work like a slave. And what happened to you? Because I am educated, but I was so traumatized during that time. Mm. I was like, why are we here? I am not for sale. Mm-hmm. Why are you people doing this? I keep talking on that one Arab guy come in front and said in the broken language that sister, you have to keep quiet mm-hmm. because if you don't keep quiet, you can be punished mm-hmm. and you have no right here. We have all the rights to do anything that we want to do because we buy you. At night, they take us to a home, but they we are punishing us. No food, no water, no nothing. They put us in a very small and tiny room. Mm-hmm. I was getting every time like stress. Like they're saying stuff on you. Like I buy you, mm-hmm. you I own you. Mm-hmm. If you don't want, you pay me my money that I buy you with mm-hmm. because you don't have any money. Mm-hmm. You are poor and you come to this country. Like stuff like that. What did you think? was going to happen to you at that point? Yeah, what was going through my head was like, um, I already signed my life to die. I am not going to keep quiet. Mm. I will make sure I stand for the truth and I will make sure I will 
tell them that this is not right. Mm-hmm. But that makes me to become an activist. I feel like I started my activism when I was in Kuwait suffering because I started my life like like challenging them, telling them I am not for sale and human beings in general are not for sale. I work in more than 15 houses which I was maltreated, I was traumatized, I was tortured and I was abused. They tell me false stuff like we will, we can help you but we want you to work, just walk, go to a house and work for three months. They just uh, fake me and, and tell me a false thing like I can work as a slave for three months then they can help me go and have a better job or go back home. You took that offer. You went to work in the family. Is that right? Yes, I went. I went, but it was a hell. What was it like to work in the family there? What did you do? Like, I never, ever, ever in my life thinking of like someone can be treated like how people are treated in this Arab world. My boss beat me. Like when they beat you, you kind of fight back. I go and report to the police. The police themselves tell me that I have no right. When they take everything, because even phone, you cannot have it. I was using their kids' phone. And because I am educated, I was, I hide the app I was using. I will communicate with all the people in all the Arab, Arab world. They will tell me that this is the same in Lebanon, in Oman, in Dubai, like all the Gambians. Because when you get into the internet, you can get contacts of communications or, or, or like the last house. I was not paid, but they were able to give me a phone. But they were not Kuwaitis. They were from um, Egypt. When they need you, you, they just press a button. You come down and, and, and do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. But imagine you working for 24 hours with no rest. Anytime that they want to, even when you're sleeping, they want something, they can wake you up and, and you do it for them, which is really sad. When you work for these families, did you get any money at all? They don't pay me. They never paid me my money. Like wherever I work, I will not spend one, two months there. Okay. I will tell them that I cannot do the job. They transfer me. Now they, they were tired of transferring me. They just ask me to go out because the office already received their money. Because in anywhere they take take me to work, mm-hmm. they, they get their money there. And you didn't get any money from the agent either? The agent never gave me money and they throw me out. I was on the street suffering. And then how did you manage to get out of Kuwait? Yes, through um, Salvation Army, I reached out to the Gambian embassy in Saudi Arabia. I was trying to communicate with the Gambian embassy. I never wanted to go to any house again. Mm-hmm. I just want to go home. Mm-hmm. But I was in a mall where I was, you know, hiding, wearing my clothes because I, I removed my uniform. And do you know one, one thing? The time you entered in these Arabic countries as a slave, you never wear your clothes again. It's a uniform. That's what you wear till your contract finishes, either two or three years. Salvation Army helped me, you know, and they take me to a shelter when I reached to that shelter. But it was so difficult to get this, all these people. Mm. I am educated, that's why. But there are thousands and thousands and thousands suffering. They don't know how to reach out to anyone. This uh, internet and being able to communicate with people in the outside world, was that also helpful? Yes, because of the internet, I was free. Mm. I can say that. And because of the internet, I communicate, I connect, you know, I, I have this chance. That's why I am making use of it. When I come back to the Gambia, 
I do everything to reach out to authorities. Mm -hmm. I do everything to tell my story. Mm -hmm. I make sure the entire country knows about my story because um, human trafficking is still happening and I know it continues to happen. But by me talking to the society, telling my story, it can change a lot. That's mm -hmm. why I become like an activist, you know, a feminist, a human rights defender, a human rights fighter who keeps on talking about this. 